Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everybody. Lord bless you. I pray your day is filled with the glory of Almighty God because He wants to use you. He wants you to be a part of He wants you to love Him so much that everything you do is a part of of Him. And I pray that that's the case. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I come to you today thanking you for this day, thanking you for every listener, Thank you for their lives. Lord, give them strength. Give them power. Lord, if there's things that need to be changed in our life, that we will do those things to make us better, that we can grow daily in our walk with you. Thank you, Lord. I praise your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, I recently read a book. I've read it before. I just read it again. It's called The Uncommon Leader by Mike Murdoch. And it was a, it's a kind of a 31-day mentorship program on wisdom. And I, and I like, there's so many little stories and anecdotes. I'm going to share some of them uh, this week with you because they have touched my life. And, and we'll talk about that. And I'll share some scripture throughout the course of each, each one, of course, because the scripture is what matters. The word of God, his truth is what matters. God is so good. It's been an interesting summer. I'm so glad to be back from travels, but boy, it's been a hot one, as you well know. It's going to, and we got another month of it probably, or a month or two of it, and then we get rolling into fall. So it's going to be a good time. But hey, I hope you're involved in your church. I hope you're involved in your neighborhood. Hope you're involved with loving people wherever you meet them. The greatest influence we can have is with the people all around us. Well, you know, sometimes we get a little hard on ourselves. I know I used to beat myself down because I wasn't as perfect as I wanted to be. I wasn't as good as I thought I should be, and I wasn't. (laughs) There's no question about it. But sometimes you beat yourself down. You know, God had patience with Israel. You remember Israel and all the, he had done miracle after miracle when they were leaving Egypt, and they would see the miracle. They'd see the Red Sea dividing. They'd see how he fed them. But every time they seemed to turn back to their flesh, He took many years even to train Moses, you know, and we're not an exception. It takes a while. Things do not always go perfect for us. Every man fails. Leaders simply get back up and begin again. And folks, that's what I want to talk about a little bit today. Get up and begin again. If you feel like you're not accomplishing anything, if you feel like your life is meaningless, get up and get going. You know, when I, at night, when I go to bed, I can't wait to get up in the morning. I just want to go to sleep and get back up and start the day. I love each day. I love living life. I want to live life to the fullest. Enjoy every moment of us. God gives us time to move forward and work on our lives. You know, millions of miracles have been dashed on the rocks of impatient. Give God time. See, we want to pray about something and we're waiting for the answer and we're waiting. It doesn't come when we want and so we give up. Folks, we have to wait joyfully with expectation. Wait with expectation that God is going to do something magnificent 
in your life. God wants to use you for his glory. God has a plan for your life, and it's not a small plan. It's a large plan. Well, Pastor, how do you know what the plan is? Because I know God has a plan for all of us. The question is, will we fulfill that plan? Will we search him? Listen to Psalm 145, 14. The Lord upholdeth all that fall and raise up, raiseth up all those that be bowed down. He raises us up and let us not be weary in well-doing for a due season. He, we shall reap a harvest if we faint not. These are King James, Galatians. That's Galatians 6, 9. You know, if we faint not, if we don't give up, if we keep moving ahead, God will bless us. Moving ahead in our lives. I've told you this before that my father always used the example of football because he was a great college football player. And and he uh, and he said, you know what? The, the key was when I got knocked down, I got back up and I sustained my blocks because I got back up. I kept going. I would not let getting down on the ground cause me to get away from the play. And that's what you see with great players in football. You watch them on Sundays. You watch some of the NFL, and you see what happens is they get knocked down. They get back up. Many times they make the, uh, the tackle. You know, we got to unwrap with, with, with great expectation what God would have for us. You know, God gives us what it takes. He gives us the wisdom we need. Remember Solomon, he asked for wisdom and God gave him wisdom and gave him riches too. But he gave him wisdom uh, to make great decisions. You know, where it's God is ready to give and pour out wisdom to you if you ask. You know, have you ever exhausted the scrutiny of your present season? your benefits, your relationships. There is exceptional scripture that is poured on the heart of the psalmist. He says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen you, saith the Lord in Psalms 27, 14. Examine what God has laid out for you. He shall strengthen your heart. Strength is the promise he promises you to give you strength. But, Pastor, I'm so weak. He will make you stronger. He will give you what it takes. You know, before playing basketball games in high school, my dad would he would make a pre, pre-game dinner for me. And a lot of times it was liver. He said, because liver will give you energy. So I was raised with liver, uh, beef liver. So I had beef liver a lot. My dad raised me because he believed, and maybe it did. I don't know if it did or not, but he believed that, you know, that would help sustain me, give me the energy for the game. Well, that's what Jesus does to us. He sustains us and gives us energy for the game. You know, strength is promised throughout the Word of God. And with this, of course, a really, really famous verse is uh, Isaiah 40, 31. I love it. It says, But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Walk and not faint. You know, Isaiah 4031, that is a great scripture. Those that wait upon the Lord. People of God, are you waiting upon him? Or are you trying to rush him? Folks, I'll be honest with you. I've tried to rush him. I've tried to say, God, please show me your will now. I want to know now. I want to know the situation now. Now, now, now. 
And many times the Lord tells us, wait, wait, wait. I know the time. I know the place. I know how that should work. You know, when I, even before moving to Boise, I knew that my time is, uh, that had probably, it was about over where I was at in Washington for nine years, but I didn't know what God wanted. So I was waiting, right? The pastor had uh, told me, he said, Tom, I believe you'd make a great senior pastor someday, and I think maybe you ought to pursue that. And I said, well, I'll pray about it for a year. Well, I started praying about it, and uh, it was it was no longer than a month after that conversation that I got the call from Boise, Idaho, and had the biggest decision in my life, leaving a, uh, a church of well over a 1,000 people and, and being very successful in the church in my role. Uh, I had a great life. I had a great – I had a child. I had my in-laws there. Vancouver, Portland area. I, I say everything was just beautiful. Everything was beautiful. And then God steps in and after a period of time says, well, you know what? You've been comfortable. You've been comfortable for a lot of years. You've uh, God has blessed you in this ministry and, and given this church a great ministry, but it's time for you to step out. And, you know, of course, our human nature is, no, Lord, it's not. I'm very comfortable. I've got a nice little house now we've purchased. I've got a wonderful 11 month old child. I've got all my great friends. I've got everything I want right there. I even had season tickets to the Trailblazers basketball finally after all those years. No, he wanted me to go to Boise, Idaho. He wanted us to go to Boise, Idaho. And to give up a lot of the things we had and to start kind of afresh, kind of anew. And uh, boy, I tell you what, it was it was interesting going from a large, large church to a very tiny church. Going from a very healthy, taking care of myself financially to a very skipped-by uh, situation. But you know, he wanted me to live on faith. I know now, looking back, he wanted me and my wife to trust him. To, to realize that if we wait upon him, he will help us. And, you know, it was it was interesting, and it? And it didn't just happen overnight. I've told you many times that in the church, you know, we had around 50 people. In the first year, we ended up with 66 people. And the next year, we ended up with 85. It was a slow go until, until things took off, until God got a hold of things. And piece by piece, he put together his plan. See, we have to wait upon him and now in my old age i'm not all that old but 68 in my old older age and now that i've moved roles and now dropped down to three quarters time and i'm no longer the senior pastor i'm you know i keep wondering what god has for me next i'm still sticking with the radio station i enjoy working with the schaefer family and and talking to you folks but i don't know what the future holds i know one thing i i have an extra day off a week now and i just think I don't, man, I hardly know what to do with myself. I don't think God's through using me in some different areas. And, I, and I've, I've got to figure all that out. I've got to pray and wait on the Lord. It's a new season for me. And folks, it may be a new season for you. What does God have in store for you? See, God loves you so much. And he wants to use you right where you're at. Will you allow him to? I hope your day is filled with fun, excitement, More than that, filled with the spirit of the living God. 
Have a wonderful day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.